Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith. Welcome back to the Surgeon Masters mini podcast. My guest this week is Matt Twetton, CPT, current procedural terminology and AMA Specialty Society Relative Value Scale Update Committee or RUC Specialist. A lot of us know what RUC is, but I wanted to spell that out. Matt has served in the Government Relations Department with the North American Spine Society and the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons. He's currently an independent RUC and CPT consultant to several medical societies. Welcome to the podcast, Matt. Thanks, Jeff. I'm excited to be here, and thanks for spelling out CPT and RUC. I use those things in the shorthand all the time, and it's helpful to have the full name sometimes laid out for people who don't do it on a daily basis. And I wanted to have you on this week because Surgeon Masters has started talking about financial wellness. Financial wellness is a pretty broad topic. It includes saving, investing, asset protection, and so much more. But one area to create financial wellness is for surgeons to get paid or reimbursed for the work that we do. The bottom line is incredibly important for any surgical practice, whether private or academic. In addition to addressing policies with DC, so that physicians get paid for our work and care, you're an expert in physician payment and reimbursement. Your specialty happens to be a source of much frustration for many of us. Yeah, definitely true. In my experience, not receiving payment for services rendered and getting paid less than expected, dealing with the denials and appeal process, tremendous source of frustration for surgeons and all physicians. And such a big piece of the wellness puzzle is trying to limit those frustrations. I'm excited to be here to help your listeners out. And we at Surgeon Masters like to keep it simple when we can. And we like to take simple steps at first, and then these smaller steps lead the bigger steps down the line in our practice. Can you maybe give us one or two simple steps that we can take to improve our ability to manage getting paid? Let me start by giving you what is a fairly typical scenario. So the surgeon evaluates a patient and makes a decision on the diagnosis. He or she then makes a decision on what is the appropriate course of treatment. He or she then provides the treatment and then the office bills the patient uh, and bills the insurance company. The surgeon waits some period of time, usually at least 30 days, sometimes a lot more to receive payment, waits a little longer, and then you eventually get paid some amount less than you bill and possibly more frustrating is that the amount that appears to have been that you paid has been made up out of thin air. Does that sound like a familiar scenario? Way too familiar. I think the situation you described is a common scenario that plays out daily in surgical offices across America. And yes, this is an incredible source of frustration for myself and other surgeons who feel like we're doing really good work and deserve to be paid for what we do. I don't believe that's unreasonable. No, absolutely not. And I don't either. And then the question is, what do you do about it, right? Right. And then on a podcast that you recently did, you called Looking Back, you had a young surgeon, Ben Zerlip. He talked about when he first started his practice, there was a tremendous knowledge gap. He realized he needed to fill in around coding and billing. And he referenced attending a Karen Zubko course, which is one of the best resources out there for learning more about the coding system. They do a great job of educating surgeons on many of these issues. And my point in referencing that podcast is that it's a really great proactive step to take for surgeons. The number one thing your listeners can do to ensure they're being 
properly compensated for their work is to really educate themselves and increase their understanding of the rules and the processes. If you don't know the rules, you can't really play the game as well, or at least you can't play it as well as you could if you knew it better. And unfortunately for surgeons, and I'm sure you know this, basic coding education is not part of the medical school curriculum. And so surgeons enter the workforce with no real idea about how complex this process and infrastructure really is. And therefore, I really think that investing in this learning is a really important and worthwhile investment for surgeons. And because the process is constantly evolving, maintaining that knowledge will absolutely improve a surgeon's practice and reduce his or her frustrations as well as increasing revenues for practices. Agreed. Yeah, so let me just take it one step further. You know, getting paid requires some foundational principles. And I guess what I see as those foundational principles are first and foremost, that understanding that you as a surgeon, you deserve to be paid for your time and your work. And second, that getting paid is going to require more additional work on your part and that that work that to get paid is a, key part of the process of communication and your financial wellness will come from implementing what you learn into processes that can then be repeated throughout your and within your surgical practice. So do you think our listeners could make progress in getting paid more for the work that they do by picking one of these basic principles to work on? I definitely would have benefited from creating a getting paid strategy earlier in my practice. Yeah, for sure. And I think you can really pick any of these basic basic principles to work on. And I say to me, the one to really key in on is that first one. And that's the understanding that you do deserve to be paid. And, you know, even charities and nonprofits can't function without revenues exceeding the expenses. And most practices miss significant amounts of revenue just by not understanding proper coding and billing for their time and efforts. And that's without even adding services to your practice that you can increase revenue um, and not have to add new service lines. The second one seems a little challenged. Getting paid requires more work, right? Sure, but I mean, it can also be simple. I mean, you are already doing much of the work or you are losing money that you deserve to get paid. And it might be as simple as looking at what work you're already doing, looking at the coding rules and seeing what is ready for increased efficiencies in that processes and can be build without really having to do anything and add anything else. If you just look at what you need to do as your next step. So what about the communication point? Yeah, I think that communication can really be broken down uh, to who you need to communicate with. Is it the patient? Is it the insurance? Is it your billing team? Again, here the focus is on what you as the surgeon can do to improve your communication and what part of that communication process do you want to improve? So can you review the basics for us? Sure. I think it's really the important to remember that as a physician, your time is really a commodity. The billing and payment system is designed to compensate you on the basis of that commodity, your time. The interactions you have with your patients and on behalf of your patients are almost always reimbursable, but you need to know the rules in order to capture those reimbursements. You can't rely on clinical or administrative staff to do it. You have to see your own value first and make sure the staff you work with do the correct documentation of your value. That's simple enough. The options are, one, working on the understanding that you deserve and need to get paid to be sustainable. 
two, working on better understanding the values assigned to you and your time. And three, your staff can record and track your services, but you set the standards. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. So why don't you give us a plan one more time? Sure. See your own value and understand that the payment system that physicians work in already know that value. Your job as a surgeon is to capture that value in terms of the reimbursement at the highest level possible and invest time and perspective, and you'll very likely see higher payments and higher patient satisfaction. Well, there you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Matt Twetton. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao. Now, take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.